Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. All right, Crusaders. <laughs> Captain Crunch. <laughs> Toucan Sam. <laughs> and all your other childhood high sugar favourites. Is Cocoa Pops like some kind of a monkey or... It's a monkey. Yeah, yeah right. Does he have a name? I don't know. Adrian? I mean, quite possibly. <laughs> I have been told I do. I'm actually born in the year of the monkey, so I take Are that. Are you? Yeah. Can you guess what I was born in? Year of the dickhead. <laughs> Close. The rat. <laughs> oh. And I was on the money. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Message on the Machine. My name is Age. And I'm Mitch. And today we're here to catch up on me, you, and everything in between. Life and news with a gay skew. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it doesn't quite rhyme, but you know, you get the idea. That's okay. Close we'll enough. We'll take it. And look, it was a bit of a hard ep to put together this week, all things considered. Yeah, well, we're still just living life um, from prison. Absolutely. We are. Doing this remote is definitely not as fun, but... No, it's a tough it's a tough time to be living in Melbourne. But you know what they say? At least we're not Sydney. Well, yeah. Look, I mean, every place except for Perth has had their fair share in Australia at the moment. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers to everyone who's going through the ups and downs of in and outs of lockdown. Mm. Um, and thoughts and prayers to us trying to put together an episode, one like this, two, when there's literally nothing going on in the world, <laughs> yeah. there's not much to catch you guys up on. Yeah. What if, well, just tell me anyway, though, what have you actually been up to? So for me, I mean, I'm kind of just doing the lockdown special mm. as we call it. Eating. Oh, I haven't stopped eating. <laughs> oh, actually. Honestly. I like was, I was just making a fat joke, but play on. No, no, no. Like, so anyone who knows me I'm actually quite good in terms of like my meal prep and my gym Monday to Friday like I like that I, mm. I live by that oh every single fucking time I've ever been to your house on a weeknight you're eating some kind of salmon rice and green vegetable variant thank you thanks there's, there's receipts verified <laughs> by my colleague yep, confirmed and honestly I was actually talking about it at, um, to people at work today I was like the moment that I know that we're going into a lockdown. My brain just thinks alcohol and chocolate. Like mm. I don't care anymore. And some people go the other way. Like I notice some people I know, a lot of my friends really kick into like, I'm going to run and I'm going to do this and I don't want to lose my routine. I'm just literally like, fuck it. I li- have been eating everything I see. Yeah, right. In excess. Yeah. And don't exercise. I don't, Some days I haven't even gone for a walk. Yeah, okay. That's, con- that's called cards at the table. That's a fat chronicles. Have you been eating... Dicks. <laughs> hmm. No, I haven't been eating dicks, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, no, obviously. Well, maybe through some glad wrap or something. Keep yeah. COVID safe. Digital ones. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't been eating dicks, but I have. I did have a really nice pasta night the other night. Okay. Which was stunning. Mm. Made the pasta from scratch. We're talking mm-hmm. like a 12-hour beef ragu. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole works. Really put in the effort. Yeah. So good. like when I say I'm eating, like I'm not eating shit. No, just a carby beef ragu. <laughs> just positively a health food up there with kale and quinoa. <laughs> Thank you, Mitchell. Well, you're really verifying all of my <laughs> choices today, which is lovely. Yeah, no. I'm no, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you got a lovely ragu up here. Have you managed to cook 
anything yet? Do you know how, where the kitchen's located in your house? Oh, baked potato on Saturday night. Oh, God. Potato in jackets, as my mum used to call it. <laughs> it's actually really great. Can you talk me through? Are we talking like the full work sour cream cheese? Yes. Yeah, so baked the potato. Yep. I decided I was going to do dinner for the house that night. Cute. Um, and my housemate decided on baked potatoes and I was like, yeah, I can easily do that. Mm. Um, so bake the potatoes, cook to perfection, just a little bit of butter, cheese, bacon, some slaw <laughs> and some sour cream. Bob's I mean, uncle. really, if you fuck that up, open oven, put potato in <laughs> oven. Well, it takes a long time to cook them. I could have <laughs> lost interest in, you know, ordered Uber Eats. They just burn. <laughs> Anything interesting happening on your side of the village? Um, I was just drinking, really. Isn't it a thing? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think after last week's episode, there was a little bit of concern that I'm an alcoholic. Oh, yes. Um, Which is actually the case. So, yeah, I went for a nice, a lovely, like, walk on... Saturday with a spicy margarita in a coffee cup, which turned into, you know, three spicy margaritas in a coffee cup because I don't have to drive anymore because I can't. Yep. Um, and that was kind of my weekend. Was... Whoever invented this concept between drinking and exercise merging into one. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Why didn't we think of this sooner? Drexercise. Drexercise. <laughs> Drunksercise. I have to say, though, I was at the park and it was just filthy with just dads who had taken their children to the playground and were just sitting watching them with the brewski in hand. Well, it's the best you can do. A couple this... of crowns. <laughs> crack a forex with the boys. Daddy, watch watch me come down the slide. And watch the kids super spread. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Have you been doing anything else in lockdown? Uh, Yeah, look, no, not really, to be honest. I mean, I did just get a bit triggered when you said dicks Mm. earlier. Not that obviously I am actually seeing anyone because that would be... So off-brand. How would have actually been frozen over. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it was a leading question to see if, you know, you were looking for love in a hopeless place, I will say. And I'm glad that you've circled back. I thought you might be doing that. Yeah, but uh, you just wanted to talk about your fucking ragu. Sorry. There's only one man in my life and he's been cooked for 12 hours. <laughs> Beefcake, though. Uh, no, I, I just have found myself back on the apps a little bit more, mm. which I don't understand why, because I hate them. Then they don't produce any goods. We oh, know that. They're a fickle mistress. Honestly, can I just say, if one more person matches with me and then doesn't start the conversation, uh, honestly, I'm actually not sure what I'll do. I'll cook myself for 12 hours. <laughs> just jump into the river. Yeah. <laughs> like float out to sea. It's such a thing at the moment. It's like just all of this liking and whatever. And look, look, I'm not really starting the convos either. Yeah, I was so. going to say, what? So are the convos being started by you? No, but I'm... Up I'm, on your high horse? It's like this resentment I've already got to these people before we've even started speaking. So I'm like, you speak to me first. I want you to start the convo and then you, you already get a point. Nobody wins in this game that you're playing. I know. I know. See, you just do it like me and just match and never speak to anyone. Yeah. So Perfect. You're, you're the person that I hate. I'm the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But you're not exactly the solution is my point. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for these one Prince Charming to actually just write, hi. <laughs> I just crumble like, oh, finally you're here. I've been waiting. Yeah, I've been waiting up in my ivory tower. You've let down your back hair. Girls, he was such a gentleman. He said, hey. He just said, you up. He just said, nice cock. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm Yuck. glad you choked that one out. 
Anyway, um, have you actually had any bites? No, like I've actually been chatting here and there to a um, couple of gentlemen, but like, yeah, no, nothing exciting. I'm mm. sure the day that I actually sit in front of this microphone and tell all of you beautiful listeners that I, in fact, have found a significant other, mm. it's the day I'll be dead. Yeah, so... <laughs> and he'll be mourning over you, over the open, or probably in your case, closed casket. Mm. Um, I would saying have... oh, I should have I should have messaged him hi when I had the chance. <laughs> I wish I just sent him the waving emoji <laughs> or a ghost. <laughs> Wait, so have you? You said you've kind of been not well, responding. It's kind of the same thing. Of um, there's nothing else to really do. Mm. But we've talked about this before at length on this show, the two of us over a couple of rosés. Yeah. Um, I find it like a bit of a game. Mm. Who's going to match? Who, it's a, who's not? It's a boredom thing. Yeah, of course. Mm. I never in my life like really think, oh, I'll just jump on unless it's like 2am and I'm feeling sad. Can I set you a challenge? Sure. We don't know how long this lockdown is going to go for. Mm-hmm. So realistically by next week, we could still be in lockdown. Yeah, correct. Which could is, you... makes me shudder, but... Yeah. Could you... Find a hobby. I challenge you to find a hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I want you to report back to the listeners <laughs> next week. You want me to f- find some kind of hobby? Like a hobby. Just like this week I started doing activity X. I have hobbies. <laughs> no, I know you do. But like... and maybe you want me to just start up a new one? Yeah, maybe I'll start a new one too. And we'll t- Oh yeah, that's a good idea. We'll both do it. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. Do you have any ideas what yours might be? No. Cool. But if anyone's got any suggestions... Maybe we'll put a question box up yeah. and we'll get you guys to what hobbies should we start? Yeah. And we'll pick one from there. Maybe smoking for me. <laughs> That's a good one. It's yeah, <laughs> a great one. Just keep my hands busy. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh, fuck. We've almost just forgotten our calling card, Dal. Stop the tunes. <laughs> um, how dare I? Push play into the next segment without yeah, actually recording. Nasty our sound mixer. What, what do you think this is? I know. Sorry, it's his first day. He doesn't Obviously. know how to run sheet. Unpaid intern. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I need to ask you before we move into news and current affairs. Yes. What was the last thing that you Googled? Well, funnily enough, this week, the last thing I Googled was mm. in spirit of my pasta night, I was actually telling a friend that I was making a ricotta pasta. Right. And she had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. And I was like, no, Alba Ricotta. Like, how do you not know it? Yeah. Anyway, so then it just got me thinking. Then I Googled it so I could send her a photo. Mm. And yeah, Alba Ricotta is basically... Alba is the brand. Ricotta is a type of cheese. Very much from Italian heritage. And that's what you Googled. Correct. And and then it went on to me to tell her my story about ricotta, which is that when I was young... (laughs) Oh, fucking here we go. (laughs) When I was young, my parents would take me to like what was called assembly drive. If you know it, then you do. And if you don't, you don't. But basically it's like this street in the middle of like out in Tullamarine. And it's full of like all these big wog like factories where they make like cold meats, cheese, gelato. It's like heaven. Italian Christmas. Yeah, right. And basically... What's it called? Assembly Drive. Yeah. And we'd go there on a Saturday morning, along with every other old middle-aged Italian. To assemble yourself a cardiac arrest. And they, these little old nonnas and nonnas would go with their big Bessemer pots, these big pots, <laughs> and they'd go and get the fresh ricotta, and they would 
just get their pot filled up like a big um, saucepan and take home hot, fresh ricotta. So while I was at Bunnings getting a snag (laughs) in bread, we were feasting on cured meats and ricotta. And it stuck with me because the cheese factory fucking stunk and I did not want to go there, but I was dragged there. Yeah. Great. So that's mine. Thank you for that drawn out. (laughs) I'm so glad we remembered to ask you about that one. Google's recorder gets a story about his childhood. <laughs> yeah, yep. fucking every time. What did you Google? I Googled baby pigeon because mm. <laughs> I was watching some clip on Instagram or something and it was like a bunch of Australians talking about pigeons. Right. And then this person from another country that I'm not sure what it was was yep. like, was like, oh, why are you talking about baby pigeons? Are they cute? And the Australian was like, oh, no one's ever seen them. True? And I was thinking back and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a baby pigeon. Are they the really gangly looking ones or do you reckon they're like the nice looking ones because they're young and they haven't been fucked up yet? Oh, mate, they are fucking atrocious to look at. Okay. A face only a mother could love, let oh, me tell you. right. Looks like a bald chicken with this bizarre long beak. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, now I know why. <laughs> no one Googles them. <laughs> no one would have made it to, t- to the teens. <laughs> They're all dead. They're all petrified. <laughs> yeah, oh. so that was my Google. Perfect. Well, now officially let's kick into the next event. Yep. Baby pigeons and cheese. And so glad we got that out for everyone. <laughs> exactly right. Welcome to the news scheduling of this show, this program. Hopefully a little bit different to the... The shit news that you see everywhere else at the moment. Yeah, it's really like... I sometimes listen back to these episodes, I'm like, how did we hand-select these headlines from everything <laughs> that's going on in the world? Yeah, it was pretty grim. We obviously do a little bit of research as to what's going on. And, like, at the moment, it was like lockdown, 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 COVID, mm. COVID, vax, vax. Like, yeah. we're pretty bogged down. But I kind of love it because it's a time capsule of just what's caught our eye. 100%. I feel like Tracy Grimshaw. We're actually out... On the scene. Yeah. Reporting live <laughs> from our bedrooms. That's it. Correct. Anyway, so should we jump straight into it? Let's do it. So the first thing I want to talk about is really a huge news topic today that you will have just no idea about. Yes. The climate crisis. Ah, oh, yes. Polar ice caps and whatnot. Yes. So the IPCC, or maybe just IPCC, I'm not sure how they prefer to be monikered, but... um. Please explain. They've released this report. It's like mm. this international climate change. I don't know what the P stands for. Maybe p- paper program, I was going <laughs> to say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> paper. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> They've basically released this huge report that has taken in all of this data and metrics and the like mm-hmm. from around the world and said that if you know, we don't really seriously reduce our climate emissions. Green gas emissions. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for helping me out. No Um, problem. In the next 10 years, we're all kind of fucked. Great. uh, 10 years? Yeah. And so everyone who was waiting for this report to come out was hoping it would be like a 2050. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'll be dead. Yeah, no. So you've got 10 years of good times. Um, and then good times, <laughs> and then the bad ones come, <laughs> and then it's the end of days, basically. Right. So it's quite like grim stuff. So realistically, I'm losing 
time at the moment in my prime, in my late 20s. Yeah. By the time I'm 40, life's, the world's going to collapse within itself. Yeah. So realistically, I've got about yeah. eight good years left. They're saying that the world will heat up by 1.4 degrees. That's a lot. Well, it doesn't seem like that much to me, if I'm being honest. Oh, us Melburnians would probably thrive. Yeah. Apparently, though, once it gets to a like international average increase of two degrees, it's like going to be doomsday. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like that movie, um, This Is The End. This Is The End. Disaster movie, 2012, yep. <laughs> Day After Tomorrow. Okay. Great. Come to mind. Lots of, just to add to it, the anxiety of all of our listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the world's ending. How yep. are you about, you know, going green? Oh, look, whatever. I'll drive a Tesla. They're pretty cool. <laughs> it's good of you. That's, you know, happy to help. Yeah, my house is carbon neutral and I don't have a car. So I actually think I'm like... That's it. And you don't drink coffee? Don't drink coffee. I hate single-use plastic. Straws are for fags. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Unless they're metal. Something that can't get lodged God. in a turtle's schnoz. You're, you're basically going to be the next Barack. You could lead this country. I'm Al Gore. Wow. Al Gore. Okay, well, I'd like to just end that topic there due to the fact that my... Anxiety skyrocketing. Yeah, you'd like to just not talk about that anymore. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay, sure. Moving on to sports now. Oh, good. Another topic that I'm thrilled about. (laughs) I just thought I'd get the ones that you don't care about, and I apparently do, (laughs) out of the way. Great. Um, It's probably the last time I'll speak about the Olympics for a few years. God, thank God. So Netball Australia has just announced, Dull, if you've been paying attention, which I assume you haven't, that they're going to be lobbying for netball to be included as an Olympic sport in 2032. Do people play netball all around the world or just in Australia? Well, apparently the Commonwealth. (laughs) Okay. It's a Commonwealth-specific kind of sport. And the other issue that they're facing is that they only like to put sports in the Olympics that are played by both men and women. Oh, well, that's nice. And netball seems to not be. Well, yeah. Although I used to play mixed when oh, I was that young. That doesn't surprise me at all. Maybe I could. I was a bit of a goal attack. Maybe Pop I your could. bib on. Yeah. Love it. Short nails. Obstruction. No contact. <laughs> it's really up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of running. I'm good at that. I can run. Just yeah. don't touch me. A lovely little skirt. Although I always got put on the like enormous girl because they're like, oh, put him on the boy. Yeah. And like, fuck me. They're bigger than me, some of these women. Yeah, right. Their hips coming out the side. like oh, Just like yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a cunt. Um, okay, so, well, I hope they are successful. Well, me too, because apparently we have a good chance of winning a gold in netball. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. All of a sudden I'm into it. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. exciting. Pivot, 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 all the way to the top. All the way to the next story. Ready for it? <laughs> so a little bit more sport news before we move on, but this is, you know... God, you're milking me. Closer to our alley. Okay. More in our lane. Like ribbon so, twirling. <laughs> no, it is soccer. <laughs> okay. Female soccer. Okay, yep. Tell me if I've still got you. Yeah, I'm here. Um, <laughs> welcome. So Sam Kerr, who is a star of the Matildas, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure it's soccer. Uh-huh. Could be hockey. Actually, not sure at all. But she's just announced that she's dating this US soccer player called Christy Mewis. Not sure how to pronounce that either. I'm a terrible news reporter. That's fine. But they've just like these two gorgeous little lesbian love stories. Oh, so we've... Actually, one story. (laughs) 
two separate stories coming together. Yeah, yes. it was once two stories to become one. Great. So basically, this is newsworthy because we're celebrating a queer couple in sport. Yeah, and they're gorgeous. Stunning. They're lovely. That's and it's so international. Great. That's I, heaven. I was thinking, though, like, it's just a tough time to be doing long distance, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, we're doing it and I'm loving it. So, you know, it really depends yeah. <laughs> on your situation. <laughs> All right. I deserve that one. Walked right into it. All right. So I'm going to just pivot again. Oh, okay. Please away. take take the reins. Yeah. Away from this, the ABC channel. <laughs> and we're going to pivot over to... ABC Sports. The morning show where yeah. the gay Hollywood correspondent is going to jump in. Sure. And take the reins. And his first bit of news he wants to share with the group. Probably wearing some kind of snappy tie, I'm yeah. assuming. Hot pink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the first bit of news he wants to share with the, the group. He being you, the gay Hollywood correspondent. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure I've... Channeling Carson Kresley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. He has um, found in his research that Alan has actually decided... Alan is in DeGeneres. Yeah. Has decided to cease... The Alan Show. Right. After, I think it was like 18 long years or something. Yeah. Don't know. If, let's just fact check that years, but I'm pretty yeah, sure that's whatever. what it said. <laughs> just make it up. doesn't matter. I was like, <laughs> is that, has she even been alive for 18 years? No one believes facts that come from this show anyway. So, <laughs> so she's ending the Alan Show basically due to all of this controversy and fire that she's been under, which mm. I actually wasn't really aware of. See, I'm quite across it. So... Can you tell us a little bit then about what's been going on pre her? Well, why don't you tell me what you've heard? So basically my research told me that due to some really poor, um, like cultural issues going on in the studio and on the show with right up your alley, Dale, which we had, we know how we feel about that, (laughs) um, around like being abusive and things like that. She and her immediate team to like the wider team, I guess, Mm. Um, and yeah, it kind of got out into the media and apparently she's just been under the slog mm. for the last like nearly five months. And she's and doing a big, like, woe is me kind of. She's had enough. Yeah. Mm. Yep. See, I was, the first time I heard about this was when I was living in America a few years ago and I was in a film class and I was chatting to this girl and she told me that she had done work experience on the Ellen show. Right. And I was like, oh my God, you met Ellen DeGeneres. That's the most exciting thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And she was like, she's a fucking bitch. Really? It was the worst experience of my whole life. So this has been going on then beyond. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to hear that. No, we love her. She just dances over a table. She literally ends every episode saying, be kind to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fucked. Which if she is actually a psycho, sorry, Ellen, if you're listening. Yeah. I think she is actually. If she is actually a psycho, isn't that just like the make of a true psycho? Like really presents, you know, really well to, mm. on the screen and then the cameras are off and she's just a cunt. Yeah, correct. Um, Got her cons tied too tight. God. I saw something else that said, I think it was a quote from Ellen. I can't believe people are saying this kind of shit about me when every guest that I've ever had on has said that it's been such a great place to work. Like, I'm sorry, but Adam Levine or Taylor Swift are not going to be the ones who are getting their asses whooped. Absolutely not. They're in the green room, fucking probably sipping on Moe and Shandon. Yeah. Of course they've had a great day. Some poor underpaid orphan is like getting their (laughs) pina coladas for them and getting spat on. Yeah. So my research told me to back on from that, that her audience actually went from 2.6 million viewers a day. Mm-hmm. And then has now dropped nearly in half to only 1.5. So people are switching off Alan. 
Oh yeah, poor Portia. She's going to be slumming it after this. Dealing with her crazy ex-talk show partner. Yes. Poor little thing. Well, moving on. Sure. What's the next thing you've got on the list for me? So this next one is this DaBaby character. Do you know much about him? Absolutely not. I didn't either. He's okay. apparently a bit of a star in the rap game, which is not a game that I play that often. Okay. Um, however, he's making headlines at the moment for all the wrong reasons. Great. Do I sound like a news reporter? I'm hooked. Yeah. yeah. Good. Can't clap. Tune in later at six for the full report. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. You're a great co-anchor. Um, oh my God. Maybe that's what we could do after this when Mottam dies. What? The news? We'll just... <laughs> Become reporters, gay yeah. reporters. Makes sense. It's yeah. a natural progression. Absolutely. Um, so DeBaby basically is, I don't know, some kind of a big deal. He mm-hmm. was doing a show mm-hmm. and he got up in front of everyone that was there and said, if you don't have HIV or AIDS, put your lighters up. Oh, Because otherwise you'll be dead in three weeks. Oh, Lord. I, can, I feel like you're clutching your pearls right now and... I'm doing the exact same because it's a shocking thing. Yeah, I'm a bit stunned at that comment. Can we unpack it, please? Well, there's not really much to unpack. He just basically said in response when the backlash inevitably hit, well, yeah, I I think that people with AIDS will die. So he's just an uneducated dickhead. Yes, correct. But Mm. basically ever since he's been booked for, like he was supposed to play Lollapalooza, they waited until he had flown there and checked himself into this really expensive hotel and then pulled it. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, huge. Love that. And it's just been this whole thing. And he's now come out with this, you know, sincere, in inverted commas, apology. Right. I think. And everyone's just like, it's too late, cunt. Right. So he's essentially cancelled. Stop being to baby. <laughs> to yeah. baby. More like grow up. <laughs> grow up to baby. Fucking idiot. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So he's cancelled. But it's kind of... I mean, it's, you know, I'm, as a rule, not always for cancel culture, but I feel like in this moment, it's a win for the internet. I think at the end of the day, cancel culture is applicable when it's needed. Yeah. And just stupid shit like that in 2021, it's just a fat no. You say that, Dal, but you could be cancelled next and then it'll be a very different tune. Watch them try. (laughs) I edit my own episodes. (laughs) Yeah, but you're a terrible judge of taste. <laughs> the day that I don't have control over editing my own episodes, I'll be worried. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm worried now. Okay, well, I'm going to pivot again mm. in the theme of our netball episode. <laughs> and Come on, wing defence. Throw, yeah. throw it to me. Goal attack's coming in hot. I'm going for goal. And... Something that did also pop up in my research over here in Carson Cresley world. Yeah, right. Was Miley. Cyrus. Popped up again. Or Hannah Montana, whichever way you know her. (laughs) Best of both worlds after all. Well, apparently not the best. She doesn't actually know herself. Do tell. Find out after the break. (laughs) Tune in at six, as we (laughs) said. She's actually come out to say that apparently... Because she was so young when they filmed Hannah Montana. Yep. Which we know as like these poor children. Yeah. You know. Getting just washed through the Disney machine. Just milked by the Disney milking station. <laughs> yeah. She has come out and said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that one was just a bit off, but that's okay. Continue. She said that 
she had some psychological issues when she was young because she had to keep changing her character so often in the show. Well, she also got milked by Walt Disney, apparently. So <laughs> That's a separate issue. <laughs> That's for the late night show. We'll yeah, tell you right, that okay. later. Uh, yeah, she had to keep swapping between, obviously, Hannah and Miley. Or what, Did she play Miley herself? Yes. Have yeah. you not even watched this yeah, show? Yeah, I did. I was like, did she call herself Miley in the show? Yeah, she did, right? Yeah. Yeah, so because she had to keep swapping, she was like psychologically a bit confused as to who she actually was. Right. Which is just wild, but like kind of makes sense because she was on the show for like how many years? Yeah. In that kind of development age, I guess. Like she was around 12 years old yeah. at like her peak there. Can I just rebut quickly yep. if I could? Absolutely. And I will start by saying... I love Miley Cyrus. Great. And I would never discount anyone's, you know, mental struggles. Yes. However, she was playing herself (laughs) and Hannah Montana, which is the exact same as anyone else who's ever played one character. Because one of them was just her. So essentially... So what was confusing? One third of who she needed to be was someone else and two thirds was... Herself. So... (laughs) And Hannah Montana was Miley... In a blonde wig. With some tizzy, tizzy jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I'm confused by that. Mm, okay. Well, look, I mean, I just bring the news, Mitchell. I don't make it. Yeah, well, know? that's it. Um, so, yeah, basically that's that's Miles and... Poor thing. No, yeah. I hope she's all right. You know, she's grown up a little bit off the tracks. Yeah. So all those childhood demons, they can come up. They creep up, kids. Can't be tamed. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, nothing breaks like Miley's heart, apparently. <laughs> or a dad's achy breaky heart. <laughs> we could go all day, but we shouldn't. No. Anyway, next thing I wanted to bring up was a little bit of a report or... I mean, I don't know if it's really that even newsy. It's like a feature piece from okay. The Guardian. Yeah. All different types of... Styles of news we've yeah, got for you Really today. cherry picking my options today We've got sports, we've got feature articles Don't forget Carson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it um, It was just like a question A rhetorical basically is the title Which is, is the gay best friend The laziest TV trope And is it dead? Yes, actually for once I actually know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't know how to read. I know, but... What so podcast spoke about this before us? I listened us? to it in audio. Um, <laughs> yes, I did hear about this, and I kind of agree. Who's the main trope of the gay best friend in a film or TV show that comes to mind for you first? Gunty head, go. Um, Will and Grace. <laughs> but Jack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Showing my age there a little bit. Yeah, no, I've watched every episode of that show, but I was like, that is... He's the main character. <laughs> no, not Will. I would say Jack. Yeah, yeah. okay. Cool. Because I feel like Will in that series doesn't really play that role, hey? No, but I, I feel like even Jack potentially has more to him than like the stereotypical gay best friend. Okay, yeah. So maybe let's... I'm thinking... What's Do you that? want me to go? Okay, can you give me one? Yeah, it's... um. Damien from Mean Girls for me is the first oh, one that comes one. to my head. Yep. Um, too gay to function. Also, the little gay boy in School of Rock. Oh, yeah. 
You're tacky and I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really a best friend? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he, I think he counts. He's represented. Basically, they say in this article that the the trope is someone who is, like, really glam and fabulous. They either work in, like, you know... PR. PR or interior, interior decorating and Vogue or whatever else. Yeah. Basically, they're just hilarious and gorgeous and everything that we are. Yep. Except just have no storyline whatsoever. They're just there to assist the main character. Yep. Probably pump up their tires. Yeah. To build up some like sad little woman with crusty hair usually. And featuring like an Anne Hathaway from Devil, Devil Wears Prada. Prada. Yep. Stanley Tucci. Perfect yep. example. Great. Mm. Look at me knowing things. Um, <laughs> what do you think about that? So I do think it is a little bit... RIP mm-hmm. because obviously the way that we're moving now is that we're not trying to put those labels slash stereotypes and archetypes into narratives anymore. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I think it also, I don't know, it, there isn't something sweet about it, I think in a way. I feel like I have a bit of an issue with people sort of looking down on this stereotypical character when it's referencing something from the past, because in, in that moment, it was kind of the best option that we had to be represented on TV. Correct. Obviously, it's not perfect. Obviously, we deserve to be the main characters. Mm. But at the same time, it's just great to be there. Correct. And do you know to what? be invited. I guess the, the plus to it is also that that character is never really represented in a negative way. It mm. always was really positive. Like, they're always, as we said, like, either being supportive or comedy or like they mm. actually all the things that we obviously are so i guess like at the time they're not necessarily there to be made fun of mm. which i mean they obviously couldn't get away with that at the, any time of yeah, yeah, yeah any century but like you know i think it's i don't know i do just think that there is also an element that is like well that is still a big part of like who we are. So I was re- going to say the same thing like i am 90% that person 100% so then it's like well don't no, 90 just, <laughs> Sorry, that was annoying. Anyway, don't start not giving us that representation and making us kind of a part of the masses in a way because I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm I am mm. different, like, and I'm happy to be different, like, and that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I know it sounds a bit contradicting because we're like, give us equal rights, but like, also also don't because we're better. Correct. Do you think? Because I know you said it's a positive representation. Mm. Do you think there is anything negative about it? Because I kind of do. As in it takes the piss a little bit? Yeah. Mm. I think that there is like a little bit of an element of mocking. Yeah, like as in like just because I'm that, just because I'm gay, I must be like that. Yeah. I must be the gay person who works in the fashion mag and who's wearing the pink brows. And Mm. like, you know, Damien like in Mean Girls Once More, which is again, my favorite movie. Yep. Tina Fey can do no wrong, but I'm going to criticize her anyway. Yeah. In some of the ways he delivers a line, you can almost hear the director say, just say it gayer. Mm. Make it funnier. Make mm. it more faggy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Make it bigger. Which mm. is probably not what they were saying to the letter, but that would have been the intention. Yeah. So I kind of am like a little bit like, it's nice that we're getting past that, but also let's not go too far. Mm. I guess the more recent representations of um, queer people... Or the gay best friend or gay male character is they have leveled out a little bit. Like I'm trying mm. to think like there was that movie, um Hi Simon or Simon? Love Simon. Love Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Smile. Where <laughs> he was 
very normal in that sense. Like he didn't play into those stereotypical gay qualities. Yeah. Um, and he was a main character. Like, and that, yeah. that's, I guess that's kind of what they're saying is like, that's kind of where we're headed, which yeah. is great. And then we have little Naz X fuck just yeah. doing whatever the fuck he wants, ripping his dick out of his pants up oh, on stage. He can rip it up me if he wants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you sicko. Well, on that note, I think we've covered pretty much everything that's go- all the going on. Mm. Going on? Yeah. Goings ons. Go- yeah. <laughs> of the world. The- I was just going to ask you one little thing to finish off with. Absolutely. Just a reco for the people. We haven't had one from you in a while. Oof. I want to know what you're watching, what you're listening to, what you're reading. Okay. If you could read. I am actually really into mm. an app at the moment. Okay. Not quite the assignment, but... No. I'm listening. It's just something that I'm actually finding myself checking regularly. And I've had the app for so long, like nearly two years, I think. But at the moment, I just feel like with everything that's going on... Are you going to recommend CoStar to me right now? No. It's <laughs> close to CoStar. Oh, God. Here we go. What def- are the, what's in the stars for us? It's definitely an Adrian app. So it's called The Pattern. Yep. It's a, again, astrological kind of based beginning but it's not as uh zodiac based like co-star put in your deets of like when you're born and everything and then basically it gives you these like patterns as they call them that are like patterns of your life and they're kind of like different cycles and so it'll give you like a time frame might be like three years they'll call it like the transformation cycle and then it'll explain what's going to happen to you in that time and i tell you what at the time I got the app, I was like, mm, it's a bit of hocus pocus. It does sound that way to me, yes. But I'm telling you, like, when you go back and you, like, can reflect and put some puzzle pieces together or you get, like, a little notification being like, you're about to start a new cycle and then you read about it, it's mm. literally spot on. Some days it's freaky. Do you think, how often are you checking it? It notifies, it's, it's a notification. It's a pop-up. Mm. Do you think it's some kind of, like, self-fulfilling prophecy or you're just squeezing yourself into the correct holes to make bit of column a column b make some meaning of your own life (laughs) column a column b as i said no i think yeah yeah, i think there's definitely some sort of like it comes from somewhere sure but it's probably is a little bit of like horoscope vibes where it's like i'm piecing some puzzle pieces together yeah i'm gonna send you some this week of some of the ones i get okay little pop-ups god and you'll be like oh that's kind of relevant to you weird can't wait to receive more messages from you during the week Okay, well, what's your reco? Anyone who knows me knows that I love Survivor. You do. Um, I'm a big, like, Survivor buff. Yeah. I'm really loving this season of Australian Survivor. It is on... It's, I'm struggling to keep up with it, okay. I'll be honest. Okay. It's on three nights a week. Every episode goes for about two hours. I don't have six <laughs> spare hours a week. <laughs> it's a lot so of I'm, Survivor. <laughs> so, I'm pretty far behind. However... Great. Um, there's just some absolutely beautiful men on this season. Really? You actually get like a bit horny watching the show. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> Cards God. on the table. I know the rules. Got the blanket over your lap. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, watch it by myself. Obviously. How else will you masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. But accurate. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, can you send me some like screenshots and stuff during the week of these of the hot hotties? Men? Yeah, yeah. I'll share that shit around, bro. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I'll get it up on the story for all the lads. Yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, I wonder how much he squats. Yeah, you can bench me any day. <laughs> no one could bench you. This is true. Not after this lockdown. <laughs> well, get out there and watch Survivor, basically. Yeah. Well, I wish you'd and get fucking... your rocks off at the same time. <laughs> 
You've got to be efficient when, when the episodes go for that long. I've only got six hours. <laughs> I can come four times. Yeah, God. Bloody red roar after it, let me tell you. <laughs> On that note, I'm cutting us off. Thank you so much for listening to us, guys. That is the end of this week's ep. If this is the first time that you're listening to us, please subscribe or follow or hit whatever you need to hit to make sure that you are notified when we release a new episode. And then obviously, as you know, make sure that you head to at message on the machine on Instagram to see what we are posting between the episodes every single week. That's right. Share it on your stories. Tell a friend. Tell your mum. I don't care. (laughs) Don't give a fuck, actually. Nah, don't even do it. We don't even care. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) And on that note, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one.